You may think your hotel is already green, but are you green enough for today's eco-conscious traveler? Welcome to the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast, your destination to learn from hospitality professionals on the value and opportunities sustainability will bring to your organization. It will put more heads in beds and lower costs at the same time. We are your hosts and sustainable hospitality experts, Kathy McGuire and Amy Walls. I'm your host, Kathy McGuire. In this episode, we talk with Joe Hendricks, founder of Travel Without Plastic. They assist hotels in reducing and eliminating single-use plastics and offer reusable alternatives to those products. During this interview, I make the mistake of saying travel with plastics, so please know that I meant to say travel without plastics. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone. I'm very pleased to introduce you to Joe Hendricks, who is the founder of Travel Without Plastics. Joe, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. So um, to get started, tell us a little bit about your organization, Travel With Plastics. So we uh, we founded in 2017, actually, um, even though personally I've worked with hotels in plastic production since 2011. Um, but it was really as a response to the increasing concerns around the amount of plastic um, that was being used in hospitality businesses. Um, and we were approached by a number of, of hotel uh, companies and asked to help them to reduce single-use plastic whilst still meeting guest expectations and meeting hygiene expectations. And that culminated in, in creating some small toolkits uh, with a personalised focus for those specific companies. And then actually it, it grew from there that we realised we could do this in a generic way um, and, and put some information out there via uh, various digital means and tools so that more people would be able to access those. Um, and it really started to grow in 2018 um, when, you know, the, the word single-use plastic became the, uh, in the UK anyway, it was kind of crowned word of the year. Uh, and there were a lot more documentaries out there that were bringing it to light and moving the priorities up on the CSR agenda. Um, and that's where we found it really took off um, and has continued to do so since 2018. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Um, how many hotels are you involved with and what kind of feedback are you are you receiving? Uh, there's probably about um, directly involved with around about 150, 160. Um, so that would mean hotels where we've got um, connections either in the procurement departments or with the sustainability leads. Um, in some cases, they're quite large chains um, and in other cases, they're just small individual hotels. Uh, but there have been a lot more that have downloaded our free tools um, or that have worked with the digital tools that are available on the website. Uh, not everybody tells us about their impacts. Not everybody um, stays in touch necessarily if they've just downloaded the, the, the digital tools. Um, but we've, the feedback's been brilliant in that, you know, they, they really didn't expect to get quite so much help, quite so much support. And rather than just telling them what they could do, it's, it's, they've really picked up on how we help them to know how can we do this? How do we engage our staff? How do we get the message across to our guests as well so that they can be part of that journey? Um, so it's been really, really positive. 
So I noticed on your website, you have lots of resources. Um, you have a hotel guide, um, you have a toolkit, um, workshops and webinars and other offerings. And um, I, I didn't look at the price of all of them, but they seemed, the ones I looked at were, seemed very affordable um, to download these resources. And they look, they look quite um, professional and, and detailed. Yeah, that was kind of the plan, really. So we didn't want everything to be free. Um, and there was a reason for that, that we, we do find that people are more inclined to, to pay attention to something that they've paid for, even if it's just a small amount. But there's this there's this kind of mentality. I've paid for this and I need to use it. Um, and that's we find that we get most of the feedback from the people who have paid for the toolkit or for the guidance documents. Uh, and, we you know, we didn't want to create them just to kind of sit in an inbox or sit on somebody's shelf and they don't use them. Um, but that's what the feedback has been that, when, you know, they're quite surprised that for the cost, they have actually got so much detail in there. And the toolkit in particular, we're, we're revamping that for 2021 so that all of the different um, component parts of the toolkit are put together into one manual, which is actually a lot more user friendly. It's easier to follow the instructions and then the guidance documents and some of the workshop plans and other things you get in the toolkit. Um, they're kind of separated out in different folders. Um, so we, we responded to some of that feedback, actually, that there was a lot in there and it maybe just needed to be uh, reorganized or restructured in a way that was more user friendly for the hotels and their staff. So we're just about ready, I hope, at the end of uh, at the end of February, beginning of March, and um, to launch with the new manual that should hopefully be uh, a lot easier for people to implement. That sounds terrific. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I was wondering about, uh, like a case study, uh, maybe you could give an example of you know, what changes were made at a particular hotel and the significance. I noticed on your website that um, you um, have on there, there was one hotel that had 512,000 single-use plastic items in one year, and that was just from breakfast. Now, you know, when people look at the P&L, they don't see how many items they're buying. They just see what did they spend in a particular area. And so I'd like for you to talk about that. And then I'm going to share one of my experiences with you. Great. Um, yes, it's it, it's interesting. I think when you, you look at it from our perspective, we we really do see it from a from the consumption in terms of the number of items. Um, and it's important for us to get that across to to hotels because it can be quite shocking when you add it all up. And, and when you look at, you know, just a breakfast service and then you think in the room, you've got all of the miniature bottles and amenities, you've got plastic laundry bags, you've got all of these other things. And if you're if you order them out of habit um, without questioning whether it's the right thing to do or whether you could do things differently, that's when we notice things just carry on and carry on and, and stay the same. But actually, when those numbers face you as a procurement department and you think, gosh, we've got to do something about this. Uh, and, you know, how can we make the changes that still enable us to, you know, to um, that it's not going to be too expensive for us or the, the replacements, if we need to replace, aren't going to cost us a lot more. Um, but also looking at the, you know, from an environmental perspective, the, the changes that you can make. Do you need all of those uh, single-use plastics in the first place? Because often, like we say, habit is the is the main factor. 
And you can do a lot by eliminating um, certain types of, of plastics or, or certain types of, um, of products rather than replacing them with other single-use products. And that's kind of where the cost savings come in and where the environmental difference is made. So instead of having single-use crockery and, and cutlery at the breakfast, just to change those for ceramic um, plates and for stainless steel cutlery and immediately... It requires an upfront investment, but if you look at it from a long-term perspective, then you can really see that return on the investment and you would immediately see the difference in the amount of waste that's being generated. So we try to get people to look at it from both sides. Right. Um, what kind of guest feedback um, are some of these hotels getting, especially now? Everybody's into, you know, disinfecting and hygiene, sanitation. Um, how are travelers and, and guests um, reacting to some of these uh, changes? We're seeing different reactions in different parts of the world, actually. And I think it depends on the originating markets of the guests. So for us, we're, we're based over in Europe, as you know, um, the Northern European market, they're very sustainably focused anyway. Um, and many of them are quite upset to find that hotels have been forced um, in some cases to go back to single use plastic because of hygiene requirements. Uh, they were very upset to see individual um, jam and butter and those sorts of things at breakfast when before it had just been available in a kind of bulk format and, and people would serve themselves. And um, so that was quite interesting. On the other hand, we, we see that um, in some cases that customers feel more comfortable with single use plastic because they feel that they're they're the only people to touch that product. And therefore, it, it kind of makes them feel safer, that it's more hygienic. Um, but actually, when we look at some of those myths and it, it's, it's not always the case um, that single use plastic is more hygienic, it's more about the processes that sit behind a hotel operation rather than the product itself. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been very different, um, very different and different uh, customer demographics to see the response to that. And it's, it's quite difficult to quantify who um, and, and which markets in particular are the ones that are pro single use, should we say, um, but definitely those against would be the, the Northern Europeans as a, as a standout market by miles in our experience. I was wondering if in the, you know, for people who, you know, travelers and hoteliers alike, if there could be both offered, you have all of your reusable items out there, your, your, your coffee cups and glasses and things like that, but then also have an area where you have some paper cups or, or plastic cups for those who are a little, you know, leery about that. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, I do. I think at the end of the day, the hotel's role is to, you know, try to influence and encourage people to change in a in a friendly way, but not to not to be so insistent, particularly if that's going to be a very big change for that customer. So by using some really positive communications that would demonstrate the benefits and the safety and give reassurance about those reusable products and have those available is great. But I think to have a reserve, if necessary, uh, maybe not on show, maybe the, the single use items could be on request if people feel that they need them so that they're not the automatic first choice. And we kind of 
um, design it in such a way that the easiest and most affordable and sustainable and safe option is actually this reusable option. But if you feel that you need um, single use, then, you know, please ask us and make sure that if, if staff need to provide single use, particularly with amenities in rooms, that there's, you know, there's quick access to them and that people aren't made to feel ashamed for asking for them. It's still part of the service. And I think that's the way to make to take people on that journey with you. Uh, and so having both options, I think, is is definitely a, a good way forward for those that aren't quite ready to to take that full leap. Right. You know, I really encourage hoteliers to 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 take a look at how many items of plastic they're actually purchasing and throwing out or hopefully recycling some of them. I worked with a hotel here. I'm in Palm Beach County, Florida. And this hotel um, is a, a well-known branded hotel. They're right on the beach. And when I took a look at all of their plastic items, they uh, had 2.6 million plastic items oh. they were oh. throwing out because they didn't have a recycling wow. program at that time every year. And they were just shocked, blown away. They, they, they just had no idea because they don't look at those numbers. Uh, in, in that way. So um, one of the things um, I also wanted to um, ask you about is, um, do you see this as, especially with the changes that have occurred um, this year, do you see this really building this year? And do you think, do you have any, two-part question, and do you have any hotels you're working with in the United States? Uh, so I think it's it's definitely going to build. I think even with everything that's happened in 2020, it's been really great for us to see that there's still an appetite to um, to put sustainability at the top of the agenda for hotels that have been forced by legislation to take on single use products. In some cases, they're making it very obvious that this is temporary, and as soon as they're able to, they intend to go back. Um, to reusables and to change processes and those sorts of things. So that makes us feel quite happy, quite confident that, you know, people really do still want to eliminate waste, um, which is great. Um, one of the things that we are concerned about is the, the kind of trend to eliminating single-use plastic by replacing the products with single-use something else. And so we're not necessarily reducing waste overall, we're just changing that waste stream. Um, so we're very, um, in a friendly way, but very clear with hotels to say really the first course of action should be to reduce overall waste. And when you're looking at alternatives, try to choose those that are compatible with the waste facilities in your destination, because there's not really much point in us solving one problem only to create another problem. Um, we, we need to kind of think a bit longer term about that. And it's worth taking the time to make a more informed decision. Um, we don't currently work with any hotels in the States. I don't think if, um, I need to go into the compartments of my brain. We've got quite a lot of hotels we work with in um, the Caribbean. Um, I've got some great connections in the States. Um, and I was actually over there, gosh, it was two years ago now, I think. Um, and we were up in, I think it was more of the part of Northern Florida, um, and together with an, with an organisation there, we held a workshop day, um, and yet that was all around single-use plastics, meeting um, suppliers of alternatives there, and that was really interesting to see that there's a growing 
a growing concern, a growing interest in that, um, but not directly. We're not working with the states at the moment. Well, hopefully we'll see this uh, trend continue and really grow. And I, and I truly hope that your organization has much success. And I encourage anyone that's listening to this to, to go to your website and take a look at your resources. That's Travel with Plastics. Is it .org, I believe? Or .com? It's .com. .com. Okay, travelwithplastics.com. And I want to thank you, Joe Hendricks for um, speaking with us today and wish you all the best over there in the Canary Islands. It's such a wonderful place. Thank, Thank you, you very much. It's been great to join you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. And if you'd like a free consultation on becoming a much greener hotel, please visit us at sustainablehospitalitypodcast.com.